Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey everybody, uh, it's me Tanner, uh, so you know that I'm away from my usual recording equipment right now, so I'm recording off my phone, but this week on Cozy Cryptid, we explore the paranormal news coming from Baja, California, Mexico. Two different but equally fascinating stories involving great white sharks, and one not so white, but definitely great, along with two true crime mysteries that played out in the region recently, including one that remains unsolved. And lastly, we explore reports of a humanoid-shaped, unified flying objects filmed in the local sky, which has been the scene of increased aerial phenomenon in recent years. El Domino Negro, or the Black Demon Shark, as it's being called, is a shark of abnormally enormous size has garnered multiple reports of sightings over the past two years. Several reports from the local fishermen have led to investigations of the claims. While some are calling it a monstrosity, the Black Demon Shark is said to be anywhere between 20 to 60 feet long 
and weighing anywhere between 50,000 to 100,000 pounds. By way of contrast, a typical great white shark is at normally 11 to 13 feet and weighs between 1,200 to 2,500 pounds, making the black demon 40 times the size of a normal great white shark. El Demion Negro is said to resemble the great white except for its black color, gigantic tail, and of course its monstrous size. Some believe it to be the long-thought extinct Megalodon, which was a giant prehistoric shark and a close relative of the modern Great White. Others have theorized that it's a giant version of the Great White, which grew to an impressive size given the abundance of food and a temperate environment. Since albinism, an albino black skin color and pigment, has been observed in sharks, it is possible that melanism, an excess of color, and the opposite of albinism, may also account for this beast's unusual coloring. Several expeditions were launched to try to locate the black demon shark, including during episodes of Monster Quest, but so far no one has confirmed the reports that continue to come, to come in from terrified locals. It seems that either the creature is shy and elusive, or there is only one such creature in a very big body of water, that being the Pacific Ocean. Not much more is known about the Black Demon, despite the eager efforts of explorers and biological oceanographers who study marine animals, all who want to take a gander at a truly great shark. Who killed the couple in the well? After a year-long investigation, police have arrested a suspect in the murder of a California couple who were found deceased at the bottom of a well in Baja, Mexico. California Ian Hershon, age 78, and his best friend Kathy Harvey, age 73, were found dead at the bottom of a well in an unincorporated area of Baja, Mexico last year. The couple vanished from on vacation while staying in a little home they owned in the rural town of El Socorito. The well in which the bodies were discovered was approximately four miles away. Hershon's daughter, Ava, told authorities that while her father owned the vacation home, he did not own the land of the house outside on because he was not a Mexican citizen. The land belonged to the owners of the ranch on which the vacation home was located. Hershon has been vacationing in the area for over 35 years and went there every few months. He said he was said to love the area and people of Baja. Apparently, at least one person did not return to those sentiments. Forensic tests indicate that the couple was stabbed to death and the lack of defensive wounds indicate that they did not struggle with their attacker, leading Hershon's daughter Ava to believe that they were attacked as they slept. Originally, investigators theorized that the killer was a drug user who had broken into his home and killed a couple during a, a burglary. They say they believe the killer had transported the couple's bodies in their Toyota's Land Cruiser, which was found abandoned after the murders, and located items at the scene that belonged to the offender. Mexico News Daily reports. While there were, while two were not married, they have been described as vibrant best friends who love traveling together, enjoying life. Last week, investigators with the Baja 
California Attorney General's Office announced the arrest of a suspect in the slaying of Hershon and Harvey, identified only as Emmanuel, and he is said to be the son of the rancher in whose land Hershon's vacation home sits. It was reported by the U.S. press that it is customary to withhold a suspect's last name until unless they have been convicted. The suspect's motivation for the murder is unknown, although robbery is suspected. Kathy Harvey's son, Robert Harvey, told reporters that his mother, who was joined in retirement after spending three decades working as a physical therapist, loved to travel. She had a huge bucket list of where she wanted to go, he said. Robert expressed relief that a suspect had been arrested, saying, I take comfort in knowing he's going to have to pay for it, that he's not going to get away with it. Similar sentiments were expressed by Ian's daughter, Ava Setzer who told reporters she is extremely grateful for her arrest and said that without the Insueta Homicide Division, her family would have no resolution and would still be wondering how and what happened. Suicide or Murder by Cop Another True Crime Mystery from Baja In June 1992, Mario Armando, age 29, his girlfriend Paula, his older brother Joe, Joe's girlfriend Debbie, all left Los Angeles to go to Rosita Beach, Mexico to party. They arrived at around 1am on the morning of June 6th and settled in a, in a condo owned by one of Paula's relatives where they socialized until around 3.30 a.m., at which time Joe and Debbie decided to retire for the night. Next morning, the couple was awakened to the sound of Mario and Paula arguing. Mario then entered Joe's room, saying that he wanted to leave. Debbie felt the same something was wrong. However, she could not identify the source of her feelings. That afternoon, Joe and Debbie went on a romantic drive around the coast of Baja, California, while at the same time, Mario and Paula got into another argument. She kicked him out of the condo, but Mario refused to leave, so Paula phoned emergency services. The police arrived and arrested Mario for public brokenness and disorderly conduct. He was taken to the local police station, however, he was not formally charged with any crime. At 6.30 p.m., Joe and Debbie returned to the condo. They were surprised to find it vacant and the key under the mat missing. A maid told them about the police visit earlier that day, Debbie crawled throughout a window to get inside. Just a few seconds later, four police officers arrived, asking for Paula. Suspicious, Debbie decided to follow them, observed them enter a bar where she said they seemed frantic, searching for Paula. Later, when Paula returned to the condo and was asked about Mario, she claimed that she didn't know where he was. However, two hours later, Several detectives arrived and told Joe, Debbie, and Paula that Mario was dead. Joe accompanied them to the police station and identified the body. He was shown photographs of Mario's body, but expressed surprise that he wasn't wearing a shirt. Detectives claimed that Mario had killed himself by tying one part of a sweater around his neck and the other around a bar 
in his cell. Three feet above the ground, Joe could not believe it was possible. When he, a- when he asked why no one had stopped him, the settlers claimed that everyone was asleep and no one had witnessed the event. Joe also did not believe this because the late suicide would have occurred at 5 o'clock p.m. Joe was forced <coughs> Joe was forced to return to the United States without Mario's remains. The Mexican authorities claimed that they were holding the remains until their autopsy on him was complete. They would not or could not tell Joe how long it would take. Within a week, the medical examiner issued a report on Mario's death. He listed the cause of death as a loss of oxygen to the brain as a result of him hating himself and apparent suicide. So far, despite a few anomalies that can be chalked up to differences in the way deaths have been Investigations are conducted in Mexico. Things things have been pretty straightforward, but they were about to take a weird turn. Joe did not believe ruling that Mario's death was due to suicide, so he contacted his congressman Howard Berman. He also became suspicious of the suicide ruling, so Joe hired an independent pathologist to conduct a second autopsy on Mario. The independent pathologist conducted the that visible injuries to Morrow's liver was strong evidence that he had been punched in the upper abdomen. He believed that due to these injuries, he would have not been able to hang himself as described by the police. Joe and Congressman Berman believed that Mario was struck forcefully in the abdomen and seriously injured, and that the hun and then hung by an unknown individual or individuals to make his death look like an apparent suicide. The Los Angeles County Coroner reviewed both autopsy reports determined that Joe had probably been murdered. Another shocking detail in this case is that Mexican authorities violated international agreements by not contacting the U.S. consulate as quickly as possible following Morrow's death. It is now believed that a cover-up of wrongdoing was being perpetrated. Eventually, Congressman Berman contacted the president of Mexico, who promised to reopen the investigation. So in January 1993, Morrow's body was exhumed for yet another autopsy. As a result of the third autopsy conducted in January 1993, enough evidence was found to prove that Mario was murdered. Specifically, fibers found embedded in his neck were determined to come from a rope, not a sweater. It is now believed that he was severely beaten in his jail cell and strangled with a rope prior to having his death staged to look like a suicide. Four months later, in May, a former police officer named Jose Antonio Vortusco uh, Flores was arrested for Mario's murder after two witnesses claimed they had seen him enter Mario's cell, struggle with him, and later wrap, wrap a sweater around his neck. At the conclusion of the 1996 trial, Flores was convicted of international homicide in Mario's death and was sentenced to serve eight and a half years in prison. However, the conviction was overturned four months later and Flores was released. Other inmates testified that they had seen Mario being beaten by an officer, but could not identify Flores specifically as the attacker. The case remains officially unsolved and open. According to some sources, it is believed that two officers were involved in Mario's murder, meaning at least one of the killers remains unidentified. If you have any information regarding the death of Mario Amando, please contact the Baja California Attorney General's office.
Uh, hey everybody, uh, Smutaner. So let you know that I'm doing a giveaway. Or, here's what you gotta do. Go to twitch.tv forward slash g1tanner. The first 50 followers will be entered in our raffle for a free piece of merch. Have your choice. I'll put the link down in the description so you can find it easier too. Thanks. Are great white sharks being used as guard dogs? Guadalupe Island is a world famous for great white shark cage diving. Ever since the year 2000, when it was first discovered that large populations of the, of the shark concentrated in the area. More recently, an investigation has been launched by the UFO community regarding UFO activity and sightings in and around Guadalupe Island. Some have theorized that there is a secret UFO base located on the island that is being guarded by the Great Whites. Guadalupe Island is said to be involved in nearly a dozen incidents of unexplained aerial phenomenon that occurred off the coast of Southern California and Baja California, Mexico. In 2004, sightings reported by pilots and radar operators of the USS Nimitz Carrier Strike Group during a week-long incident that included sightings by local Mexican fishermen and pilots near Guadalupe Island just 210 miles off the Baja California coast. Location corresponds to the latitude and longitude identified by a senior radar operator in Nimitz Group at the spot where the UFO, his team, or tracking fell off the radar. The U.S. Navy conducts training exercises off the Southern California coast, and Guadalupe Island is home to a Mexican military weather station and white shark cage diving. Is this, is this simply a coincidence? or something more secret. A Mexican commercial pilot, Adrian Hoedo, who makes his living spotting bluefin tuna for fishermen between the Baja Coast and Guadalupe Island, has been flying over these waters for 18 years. He claims he saw a UFO on January 30th, 2015. That was 23 miles south of Encinitas, California, at around 3 o'clock p.m., just 20 miles northeast of where the Nimitz F-818 pilots encountered a Tic Tac UFO in 2004. According to pilot Ojedo, the Baja California Peninsula is known across Mexico as a UFO hotspot. Local fishermen often report seeing strange luminescent objects over the Pacific Ocean in the same area. As far back as 2009, Pacific Ocean off Baja California was identified by an unnamed UFO Pentagon program as part of a global pattern of UFO hotspots. While suddenly far-fetched, until recently, the community of UFO watchdogs had no idea that Guadalupe Island was also a known UFO hotspot, leading some to question if maybe our shark friends are UFO guardians of secret bases on this volcanic rock located just 210 miles from San Diego. This theory gained traction when the U.S. Navy acknowledged Footage reported to show UFO holding through the air in 2019. While officials said they don't know what objects are, they're not indulging any hints either. The objects seen in the, these three clips are declared military footage or unified aerial phenomena. Navy spokesperson Joe Gudisher confirmed the clips, released between December 2017 and March 2018, by the Two to Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences appearing to show fast-moving ob oblong objects 
captured by advanced infrared sensors. In footage from 2004, sensors lock on the target as it flies. Then the object accelerates out of the left side of the frame too quickly for the sensors to locate. Uh, while it may be coincidence that there are so many sharks in the area, it does raise questions regarding why there has not been observed previously. And is it coincidence that the exact same thing can be said about the unexplained for aerial phenomenon? Alien photographed on Earth? A mysterious UFO was sighted in Mexico recently, triggering conspiracy theories about aliens and their existence on Earth. The UFO was spotted over a busy road in Mexico City in the state of Baja, California, Mexico. The video soon went viral on the internet with an alien enthusiast calling the footage the first alien sighting of 2018. Unlike other cigar shaped or saucer shaped UFOs, Reported flying objects appear to be a humanoid shape. Some experts speculate that the footage captures an alien visiting Earth. Speaking to the British-based tabloid, the Daily Mail, Pedro Ramirez, a UFO expert from the U.S., said there has been a spike in alien activities reported in the last two months of the year 2017, adding that the upcoming launches by NASA and SpaceX will trigger an increase in the number of UFO sightings. Ramirez told Daily Mail that daily, the aliens are aware that we made a number of space launches recently and identified we have been spinning up war material. Concerned by our activity, Ramirez believes alien visitors have been increasingly monitoring our planet. He said, this year will be a very important for those who have, of us who have followed the phenomenon closely. It remains to be seen whether his predictions will be proven correct. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cozy Cryptid. I hope you enjoy the show and share it with your friends. And let me know what you think in, on Instagram and Twitter. And follow me on TikTok. Also, remember, you can save 25% off your order by using the code COZY at checkout. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cozy Cryptid. I hope you enjoy the show and share it with your friends. And let me know what you think in, on Instagram and Twitter. And follow me on TikTok. Also, remember, you can save 25% off your order by using the code COZY at checkout. Thank you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.